Last week on the Poison Rana Patreon, we talked all about the Von Erich family in our first ever episode of Poison Profile. And I'd say, yeah, the, the Freebirds taking on the Von Erichs with Dad stepping in there is just like, well, stepping in with Mike, right? It's Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike Nett. Fritz and uh, Kevin, because Carrie is going to be in the main event for the title. It's just like, wow, this is insane. And it's such a, a feeling. Again, the crowd like screaming and losing it. A cage match says it's around 32,000. You hear in different promos, 40,000, 50,000. 50, it's wrestling. There are 200,000 people here at Texas Stadium for this, but it's wild. Get this show plus NXT retro reviews, wrestling reviews, movie reviews, and so much more over at patreon.com slash poison Rana. And it's only five bucks. So what are you waiting for? Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you are listening to us on, or maybe you're joining us. Live on YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, YouTube room. Hello. Yes, it's a Sunday. It's, it's the Frogs Day, and we're here to talk about wrestling. I know that a lot of people are, are going to be watching... NFL, football, the fake sports. Uh, is it on today? I think it was yesterday. I think there's a game is it today, Monday too. Monday, it's not on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know because uh, you, you, we're in Toronto, but just across the pond, you can hear the shovels clearing out mm. Bill Stadium there for the game because of all the snow. We've uh, got an hour. An hour. Before. We got an hour. All right. We got to right, get it. Well, let's, let's talk about let's, Okada, yeah. Dynamite, you know, everything. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know that, you know, on the road to WrestleMania will be clear of football. So I'm excited for this uh, WrestleMania season. But hello. Welcome to Poison Rana. If you're listening to this on uh, a podcast like Spot, uh, app like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe, hit that follow, write a nice little review if you can. It goes a long way. And if you are finding us on YouTube here, definitely hit that subscribe and check out all the other other stuff that we do we will be going live over on the post wrestling feed on tuesday night uh so join us for up next as we go live on the road to vengeance day and then when is vengeance day that's what in a few weeks the then fourth off the top of my head okay fourth so before the super bowl it's not the same it's weekend. The week before yeah right okay cool cool so uh yes lots and lots of stuff going on we'll be going live after that show as well so follow us on all the socials whatever social media you use definitely give us a follow at poison Rana pod for all the updates of stuff that we do because we we do lots of shows so many shows over on this show but we don't have lots of snow uh here we're talking about bu buffalo just being attacked it seemed like everywhere on the news this week it was snow in different parts of the states that never get snow I mean, even the uk has been colder than it normally okay. gets over there like it's in the negatives which is it's cold for over there but like you know you always hear the jokes like oh canadians snow this and that and we really didn't get it much it's been really cold but it's been interesting seeing like you know vegas and florida and all these different places getting mm. snow and snowstorms all these places it's like wow okay so does that mean it's just coming hard later i mean <laughs> this week's gonna be 
tropical practically it's going up to five degrees wow so hawaiian shirts nice. on tuesday yeah i think so excellent excellent so yeah uh stay warm stay cool wherever the hell you are but uh welcome to poison rana uh how you doing how's your dry january uh, it's going well it's it's like pretty easy now i think once you get over yeah. a couple of days uh you know uh tuesday night i definitely wanted to drink uh because my my planned trip to bc right. fell through as i mentioned on up next so that kind of sucked and kind of stressed me out but yeah apart from that it's been pretty easy we went to demand lucha on thursday night and usually that's when we uh we go into a bit of a rampage oh, and yeah. uh not really we're respectable but uh we didn't this time around so we uh we went we had we, we had a few uh, smoke breaks that's de- it's definitely like we're we're I don't want to say we're cheating, but like I I, I prefer smoking weed most of the time. And really, when You've we never do, mentioned it before, when we do dry January, you're like, you're like vegan. You never talk about how you don't eat meat. You're I just like, I, like CrossFit. You never talk about how you do CrossFit. I feel like it's tell it's us like, more about this weed. It's cheating if you like do dry like I'm. You know, it's still you're not like completely sober. But uh, how do you find it? Like you're not drinking and just smoking. It's okay. Like I can yeah. take it or leave it. Yeah. Because um, I feel like some people are like, no, no, no. I go cold turkey of like, you know, all my vices kind of thing. I mean, it's been more uh, like money. I'm trying to save, uh, saving yeah. up for mania. Um, hopefully, like wondering if our, our landlord's going to pull landlord shit again in a month or so. So right. like trying to like save some money, but also yeah, just feel a little healthier. You know, I've been getting so much more done. Uh, this month like a lot of projects i finally got on top of you know got taxes out the way all of that stuff so it's it's nice waking up feeling clearer um also been trying a bunch of like non-alcoholic uh drinks as well um which kind of trick like it's nice to kind of relax like in the evening i'd you know open a beer or pour a glass of wine or something like that and uh you know a can of Coke or a ginger ale doesn't really do the same for me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like they've upped their game, the non-alcoholic stuff. I uh, One of our favorite beers in the city is Jelly King by uh, Bellwoods Brewery. Yeah. And I had their alcohol-free version. And you know what? It was pretty good. So, you know, I, I still get that kind of relaxing thing from it that I wouldn't necessarily get from a can of Coke. So that's been, that's been good. Um it has said save some money been yeah just getting more done it's been pretty pretty good so far i think i'll probably continue through february as well yeah i think i'm gonna break uh my my dry jan with the royal rumble and mm-hmm. then and then that'll be the only day this this month and then the kind of the same for february i'm trying to think like what even is going on in february that would make me want super bowls the only real thing oh right oh. yeah yeah maybe maybe then too so yeah, and then other than that, I, mean, like, I think I'll just eat like three pounds of wings instead. It's possible. I'll probably do that. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to come join you uh, uh, at your Super. You're doing a bit of a Super Bowl party. Yeah, doing the same like setup as our uh, watch parties. Yeah, for the Super Bowl at, at my bar. Yeah, for any Toronto people, if you didn't get tickets to our Royal Rumble watch party, which is next Saturday, it's too late. I'm sorry. It's completely sold out now. Um, you know, you can try your luck on the door, but honestly, we are uh, bursting at the seams, really, uh, for for our watch party. So um, try your luck, but I, it's, again, going to be cold. Uh, you will probably have to be waiting outside to, until we figure out if we can seat you or not. But uh, yeah, 
this uh, Royal Rumble, it's everyone's favorite event, right? So yeah, uh, lots of like different factors going into this Rumble and everything. Um, so yeah, it's it's sold incredibly well, and it's it's going to be a blast. Yeah, this one we we expected that we'd sell out really quickly, and we sold out before right right as it, we even you know put on the the show like put put the the tickets out essentially and uh we're we're excited for this one so if we if you did buy a ticket we will hopefully uh see you there see you soon at this rumble watch party and let us know where you're going to be watching the royal rumble we'll be uh sharing some some pics and some videos i'm sure next week uh from from the rowdiness because we know we got some rowdy people coming through is rowdy randy coming uh i've not heard from randy rowdy rowdy randy better show up yeah this thing i know Um, he's listening sometimes somehow right now wherever he is he's listening and he's having a chuckle but hopefully we see him hopefully we get to see um uh Security guard extraordinaire, Big Tom. Big Tom will be there, yeah. Who was uh, famously in Joey Janela's uh, mm-hmm. videos this weekend from the Demand Lucha show with uh, that guy, Ricky. Uh, maybe uh, John Pollock will show up. I don't know. He's not going to show up. but uh, He's on a leash somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So he's not allowed to show up. He's barred yeah. from uh, from this event. Um, but yeah, we're definitely you're going to see some of our regulars. I'm definitely excited about that. But uh, happy Rumble, people. Because it is getting all the prizes in. We'll be hosting doing a couple of rumble pools i've got rumble trivia on the go uh yeah some sweet prizes we're gonna give away as well as some cash prizes yeah rumble games is a fun time i mean we kind of talked about it a little bit and i'm sure we'll go into it a bit more on tuesday uh, after we talk about nxt but like i think punk is the, the 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 one like if you if your number that you got money on lands on punk i'd say it's a it's a safe bet that you're winning this this week it, it i I think it's that could be. I th- I think the the women's is more open uh, right now. Like I I am leaning towards Bailey. I think now that on on Raw this week they they did the strong tease for Becky Rhea and doing that tease, it kind of sounded like well you you don't need to yeah. win the Rumble to face Rhea. You both want to face each other. There's another women's title. Um, it doesn't seem necessary i think becky just has to get over that like get that win back over naya and then she's like up against Rhea. like yeah. i think that makes sense so i think i think it's bailey but you the also same, have the same could be said though for the the men's right like punk winning it i mean we'll talk about seth we'll get into all this stuff with the, mm. the injury and everything but if punk wins like why would he go after the secondary title? Why wouldn't he go, hey, Roman? I mean, you could have The Rock show up at 30. Yeah, I think The Rock's um, winning. I think The Rock's winning. You could always have, uh, like, you know, there are rumors of potentially a a three-way, uh, which, for me, like, I prefer singles matches, but we don't know how... Uh, it's over a decade since Rock had, like, a proper wrestling match, you know, and he yeah. got injured at that. Can he... Can he still go? I mean, obviously, it's going to be a, a Roman-style match if it's the two of them. It will be a lot of spectacle. It will be a lot of walking around, a lot of posing. But would having Cody in the mix kind of help The Rock out, you know, right, with that right. kind of thing? Protect him a little bit. Exactly. So there's always the potential of Cody. And you mentioned uh, Seth's injury, which will be dating this show very soon because Raw is tomorrow and they're going to be giving an update um I feel I feel he could potentially just rest until Mania and uh and still work Mania. Like it's 
it's the ACL and meniscus, yeah. not the MCL, which I believe is like the worst one. So, okay. um, like I've heard time frames of like ten, eleven weeks, which is around Mania season, and you know he's pretty tough, can tough it through. I wonder if you just rest him until there. In which case, do you make the Rumble for the title? And no, because The Rock is like, I don't want that. I don't want the cuck title. I want the real one. Give me the fucking well, title. Well, I mean, The Rock might not be there then. <laughs> like, I think there are, I think there's so many different questions. I think Punk is probably yeah. the, like, most, like, logical one. But if Seth is completely out the mix, you could go more left field with whoever you want to face Punk. Right, like Punk wins the Rumble, gets the title that way, and then Seth chases him at Mania. I don't know if that's... Or you do, you know, uh, depending where you want to go, if if Seth is out, the other feud they seem to be building is Drew. You could always have yeah. Drew again, Punk win the title, the vacant title in the chamber, and something like that. Like, right, there's right, there's definitely right. different ways you can go. I agree, I think... If if I was a betting man, which I am, <laughs> I'd probably put money on Punk. But right. there's definitely different routes you can go, which makes the whole show way more interesting. And as I said, the the women's as well. Like I feel every week we're hearing reports. Ah, oh, you know Mercedes Monet showing up in AEW. You know she hasn't yet. Right. Um, it could be a way to drive up. You know, like Brock used to do it every fucking other Mania season. He'd be like, I'm going back to UFC, guys. All right, here's more money. Cool, thanks. That could be an option. Yeah. Like, you could have Sasha win the Rumble and challenge EO. Or, be crazy. or you know, Bailey wins the title at the Chamber off of EO and you have Bailey Sasha at Mania. Right. Like, there's, yeah, yeah. there's so many different routes you can go, which I always find way more interesting than. There were so many years where you were like, oh, well, yeah. Austin's winning this one, Brock's winning this one, Triple H is winning this one. Like, you knew it. And I, I think it's it's really exciting. I think, yeah, I think it's a definitely exciting time. I hope we do still get Seth versus Punk at Mania because I think I'm in the minority, but I keep hearing everyone say how great Drew has been. And you know what I've purposely tuned in uh, after the fact to his raw segments they didn't hit for me like i think it's hitting for everyone else the promo off between him and punk was very like wwe cm punk that i'm slowly not interested Mm. in anymore like it's it's that quick that i'm like you're fucking you're the guy that like you've 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 shit on before Mm. and you're becoming the like that guy so it's definitely slowly drooping off the 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 must you know the the excitement of this but I, I think they'll fix that once he comes out in the rumble yeah i i feel it's it's kind of the treading water stage at the moment yeah. and like you know you've got these beats in the story kind of starting with the rumble and then we'll really get cooking i've i've really been enjoying uh drew's promo work i like the whole he reminds me of heel bret hart you know like nothing he's saying is necessarily yeah. wrong yeah um, and he's completely justified in his actions. And I, I like the stuff this week with Cody bringing up their like uh, history together and even their, their match at what culture and all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I'm enjoying it. I think it makes a lot, of, a lot of sense and it's refreshing to see a character like this in, in wrestling for I, me. I, absolutely. I just think he's still kind of boring when the wrestling kind of hits for me and, and the last few matches and just that, that promo off. It just, I don't know, it seemed 
the, the punk is already going to the well of like the stuff he's been doing already. And I'm like, okay, maybe we're waiting, we're saving some of the good stuff, right? Mm. Like you have to save some of the good stuff. I, I believe tomorrow night, again, dating us, but tomorrow night it's Cody and punk face to face, right? So like, yeah, I, I'm going to be watching that because I'm like, well, are you going to do the same cookie cutter shit you've kind of been doing already? Or are you going to maybe step it up to hype up the rumble? And I think I think I'll be. Surprised. I mean, tomorrow and, is the one. Both guys, you know, leaving AEW. Yeah. You're definitely going to get the references there and stuff. Uh, I think the money with Punk is when he's a heel, you know, and you're kind of in a bit of a right now, yeah, right yeah, now. exactly. And there is this sort of elephant in the room the whole time, and he's he's made allusions at at a time to uh, you know AEW, but it's it's not you know the the sort of like complete burning the bridges that everyone's wanted to see that yeah. is punk but there's probably reasons and valid reasons NDAs. for that and also you saw like the the WWE audience as a whole is very different from the AEW audience he made he's done those references about and silence. Oh, punching a guy backstage and the majority of the crowd to, don't yeah but that in. was at the the tribute to the troops yeah. so like those people don't really they're busy, right? They don't watch wrestling. <laughs> so they didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. So I do like it's, it was a weird time to drop that reference. Chris Elliott also bringing up in the room that uh, we also have the Damien Priest factor with uh, Priest could cash in on Monday night to take the title. Yeah, you know, we're big fans of Priest uh, going back to NXT, going back to Ring of Honor uh, days. I, I've always liked this guy and I think he's in a great position right now with the Judgment Day being one of the hottest acts right now. But I don't know if he's the right WrestleMania guy, especially if you're putting Punk in the mix for that title and everything. So as much as I as I love him, like right now is not the time to go Punk, Damian Priest. I don't no. think that would be the big kind of match. But I'm also saying for myself as a fan, Drew and Punk also ain't it for me. Like as much as that's probably potentially a match on the table. Is it something you like? I don't really like the flip flopping uh, yeah. of titles, but it is something you could maybe do for a match for chamber if yeah if seth comes out and says actually i'm i'm hurt i'm not wrestling for a while until mania until whatever yeah priest could cash in on him well you're injured mate mine now and then punk versus priest at the chamber yeah and punk wins it and then seth comes back to win it yeah that that mania right so there's again this rumble is this season is already i mean it it is interesting it is crazy that we are in a position in wwe where uh one of your big guys uh, in Seth Rollins, and this is was going to be like a marquee match, probably night one main event, Rollins versus Punk, could potentially be out, and there's so many different options yeah. you can go there's with. There's a lot of good baby faces. Same, same on yeah. the Roman side as well. There's, I think Rock, Rock <laughs> is the match they're probably going to go with, Yeah, but Cody as a 1B, that was the match we thought we were getting all year. Yeah is great as well. I'm not even opposed to the triple threat, no? to be honest. Like, Cody, Rock, going back to that. Cody, Rock, Roman, you think about it, you groan, but it's like, well, yeah, both both Roman and The Rock aren't going to have a good match if Cody's invested. You have to have, I, I think with that, though, Roman has to win. Yeah. You can't have Roman drop this title, this reign. In a triple threat? In a triple threat. Yeah. Like, you can't have, like, like Cody has to pin roman for it and yeah. it just feels less than right. so well but, then but then we'll be getting into someone soon 
Yeah. Like I, I think I think now you you do potentially have a whole other year worth of opponents as long as you're having the the like Rollins title regularly defended. Yeah. I don't mind this part-time schedule for the the big one. They want to beat Hogan's record, right? Yeah. So yeah, if it's The Rock, I don't see him beating. It really would have made more sense in Hollywood with The Rock. Like, Rock, like, what were you filming? What was going on that, that caused The story this? wasn't there for him, brother. Yeah, the story <laughs> wasn't there because I was losing Is was probably mm. it. But, like, it ma- would have made more sense for him to face Ro- Roman last year yeah. and then Cody this year and win. But it's it's the 40th anniversary, you know? Yeah. That's, a, that's a big deal as well. Yeah. Uh, they do also have a history of, you know, the... 10-year anniversaries of uh, Triple Threats. Yeah, that is true. WrestleMania uh, 20, WrestleMania 30. Also yeah. have the double duty thing as well. You know, uh, Brett doing double duty at WrestleMania 10. Right. Um, Danielson doing double duty WrestleMania 30. Yeah. So The Rock is doing double duty. <laughs> the Rock's not <laughs> I don't even think he could do the rumble spot, man. Rock's barely doing a double could, on DDT. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, still haven't seen Black Adam, but one day. No. Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> You're saying one day. I'm like, yeah. No, no. Uh, I, I, I was looking on my apps the other day. I'm like, well, what should I watch right now? It said leaving soon, right? Whenever that's on a, a streaming app, yeah. you're like, well, I got to see these movies before it leaves the streaming app that I use. I use a bunch of them, but that was in like two different apps leaving soon black adam and i'm like do i watch it no nah, i watched american nightmare oh yeah, yeah yeah have you seen it yeah cody rose isn't in it <laughs> yeah. i i know this story i've been following it for the past like it for a while fucked fuck the police yo i've been <laughs> i've been on a rabbit hole oh. uh, have you have you been on the internet have you googled have you searched this into twitter or like tiktok and gone down the rabbit hole? I, I looked at some like uh like news articles like after i'd watched it like yeah. just typed in American Nightmare and see. It's the Huskins missing Gone Girl story that was like in the news for so long, and then I watched a bunch of true stuff. But as soon as I saw this came out, uh, I had to watch it. So I definitely would recommend. It's, it's, it's terrifying and so fucked that like the police are that shitty because I watch a lot of shows right now at work that we air. Like true crime is really popular right now. I'm sure podcasts as well. But uh, there's these shows that are like the one fatal flaw or like the one click that like costed them their whole like these criminals like get away for years. But then it's like, wait, their phone pinged at this location at that exact time. OK, they're guilty because yeah. like, th- why were you, why were you there kind of thing? And that's the world we live in now with all this technology. The one thing in this American Nightmare story is like the airplane mode, the guy's fucking phone. Yeah. The cops did. Yeah. Whereas if they didn't. Awful. The phone went number one and went, oh, this guy's an idiot. He used his real cell phone. He's over there. We found him. It's fucked. And instead, these people, these poor people had to go through this. It's something watching it that I've always thought watching films like, you know, I'll watch Scream. Yeah. And I'll go, like, at the end of that, it's just kind of Sydney walking out. Yeah. And all these dead bodies around her. She never gets arrested. Yeah. You know, like, she, she has killed. Yeah. Two people in self-defense, like the two scream yeah. mask people, and then, and you're like, and this has happened for like five different years with yeah. her. Not in real life. Like she's never got arrested. In after. real life, they're like a woman and dead bodies. You're guilty. Exactly. But like, <laughs> imagine like not only have you been 
kidnapped for a couple of days, but then you come out and super fucked. You're being arrested for it or whatever. I will say, uh, just finishing it last night, and and again, I have followed this story for quite a while, and. This special on Netflix brought to light some of the other things that I I didn't know about this story before. So and then I went on my my I don't use TikTok a lot, but like searching that and searching it into Reddit or or t- Twitter and like there's a lot of people who are like, wait a second, does this mean this? Like, does that FBI agent have something to do with it? Right? What are the coincidences yeah. that this guy was dating? You know, so and so. I don't want to give it away for people who haven't listened watched it yet, but would definitely recommend for especially true crime thing. But it is interesting. It's like, a true story. I like the format of it as well, with episode one from like the boyfriend's then the, perspective, the episode two from the girl's perspective, um, and then. And because even during that, you're like, you're watching episode one. Like, I didn't know the story, but I'm going like, is this guy I'm guilty? I, like, I, I, I watch I watch so much 2020 and true crime at work that I, I can get super into it. And then I start like going down my rabbit holes. But another one that I'm, I'm waiting for Netflix to put out a series on because it was on 2020 a while ago. about this like cyclist, famous cyclist, like yoga teacher who like gets caught for killing and then like dips to like. Colombia or Costa Rica and is on the run and then eventually it's it's the same thing like uses the app Strava to document her 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 workouts right and it pings Costa Rica they're like what a fucking dummy like you went through all these things she got plastic surgery she dyes her hair she gets different passports you used your Strava app really how how stupid can you be I mean knock on wood I'm never gonna kill someone, yeah yeah, but yeah I hopefully. couldn't live with that like right. just the pressure of you know being being on the the run like always looking over your shoulder like it would kill yeah 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 couldn't do it how could we podcast about wrestling if we were on the run (laughs) change our names start a right-wing podcast (laughs) that's my go that's my backup plan yeah yeah be Be one of them snowflakes be like right (laughs) brady wheeler brady wheels right-wing show that and live from costa rica on a beach yeah uh so there's our true crime segment of the show uh today so uh there. Frank says, uh, Braden seems oddly into these stories. <laughs> All I'm saying, if Davey disappears, I might have some doubts. Hmm. I don't have it in me to no. to kill someone. Life is too precious. Um, well, shall we go into the, the big news? Story? Yeah, I will quickly throw out some plugs here for, I mentioned we're going live after uh, Vengeance Day in a few weekends on a Sunday, so tune in for that. We won't be going live during the day on that. We'll be going after the show. Uh, the next few Tuesdays, obviously going live for Up Next, but we also have a new What Up Doe, I think, coming out this week with B and Sino going through some Rumble predictions. I believe Sino and Frank are going to the Rumble, yeah. so I know that uh, he'll be he'll be excited about that so check out a what up doe live free uh, not live but free on this feed uh, in the next few week or so this week uh the following week i think i'm doing a detox with jordan again free on here so i'll be putting up a facebook thread for some questions ask us anything on that show and give us some topics to talk about um but then over on our patreon we put out a bunch of shows we had sino joining us with wh park for Howard the Duck. Oh, yes. Marvel Cinematic Universe reviews come true as we look at the first ever, and hope, thankfully it wasn't the last ever Marvel movie, but you couldn't blame them if it was because it's a bad movie. It was a while until they made one again. <laughs> they were like, huh. And like Blade, we got to get him on for Blade next because that's true. the next one, which I fucking love that movie. So When was that out? 97? 98. 98, okay. Yeah, yeah, so you're talking like 
12 years between until they were unless like unless there's one I'm I'm missing in between no I think we we decided that was it. they did wow. not make a movie after that yeah so Howard the Duck Cino WH it was a hilarious show if I might add so check that out if you're into that sort of thing and then if you're into more of the wrestling we did our profile on the Von Erichs which was fantastic we dive into the whole career and history of the Von Erich curse and the Iron Claw and Dark Side of the Ring so we're pretty proud of that one so check that out as well as well as our arrival review and then this week we are looking at a Royal Rumble the fans have hijacked this vote. Do we just do Ready to Rumble? I don't think... I wasn't ready to do Ready to Rumble yeah, yet. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I want to do that review, but we've kind of been purposely I like, like... I like doing a... Rumble. A Rumble review, because it's, it's fun. So is this but, the first time we just tell our, our voters... But I don't. I also don't know how much I really stop wanna, the votes. I don't know how stop much the votes. I really want to look at Royal Rumble 1991 either. Is that what's winning? That's what's winning behind Ready to Rumble. Is that the one with uh, fuck? Like I can't even think of ninety one. Ninety one has the cool artwork. I know that uh, the year I was born, nineteen ninety one. It's got you know Ted DiBiase and Virgil versus Dusty and Dustin. Uh, why are they, why the are you Mountie thinking? versus Coco Beware. Should we just just stop the vote? Count the votes. Stop them and just stop it and do what? And pick our own. I don't <laughs> <laughs> pick the two thousand four. Two thousand four. Nah. <laughs> Nineteen ninety one uh, might be it. Two thousand one's good. I like how one. We're just gonna just screw our our voters because you hijack the vote as much as trust me. I love Ready to Rumble, but like it, we're kind of waiting on that one. What do we think in the YouTube room? What what should we do? What should we do in this? We don't. We usually let our listeners just vote, but like you all voted for Ready to Rumble, which, which isn't has a rumble. A, ru- a rumble movie at all. It's so. not even WWF. No, it's super W. I love it. I have the DVD still. Don't get me wrong. I probably still know a, most of the majority. I feel of the that lines. would be more a uh, War Games time, wouldn't it? Like yeah. Triple Cage. Have you ever seen it? Years ago. Okay. I can't. Like say I'm it. sure Maybe I haven't watched it, and I haven't watched it in like possibly ten years. But I do love this movie. But I, I want to watch a Royal Rumble. So. Royal Rumble review. Do we reopen the votes? <laughs> Reveal on Tuesday. Close. Take that down <laughs> and put up just Royal Should Rumble. Should I do a Twitter vote, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between. I guess we've got to put 91 on there. 20, 2000, oh, a few people in the YouTube chat saying 2002 because of Maven. Maybe you guys should vote 2002 instead of voting for Ready to Rumble. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw you guys both vote for Let's Ready Let's put to it Rumble. on the X. All right. Wow, just pretend the Facebook one never happened. Right. Uh, so I'm going to right, you you pick you pick 2002. You pick 2002. Yeah. I'll pick 2001. Okay. Um I would guess we got to put 91 in there to be right. fair. 2004? And I don't really want to do two. Have we done 2005, my favorite year of professional wrestling? I can tell you the card. We've only done two Royal Rumbles. Really? And it was 94 Five and 2000 off the top of my head. I can tell you uh, 2005, 2006 is pretty good. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Is there one with Punk? What's the one with Punk where he's like Jesus in it? Like he's like eliminates everyone and then when he's in cuts the, promos and then the eliminates Nexus. Pe- Nexus. Or no, it's the straight edge. The society. new Nexus. Oh, it? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Punk. Favorite Rumble moments. You see um, WWE put a tweet out. And they didn't include Edge in the returns. They were like top ten, whatever. And they and everyone's replies were like, "Come on, like I know he just dipped on you guys, but like yeah. don't pretend like it didn't happen." Because that was one of the be- biggest ones. 
Do we get any big ones this year? I guess we'll talk about that on Tuesday. 2011 was the new Nexus, says Frank. Okay, so I'm going to put 91, 2001, 2002, and 2011. Does that sound good? 2001. So 91, because that's winning the actual Royal Rumbles, but I think is also a bit of a a gag. Okay. Uh, 2001. Yeah. 2002, 2011. Okay. And I'll keep it open for... 2010 was the one punk... Yeah, add 2010. Which one's 10? Get rid of 2011. Add t- <laughs> oh, is that the one? I thought 2011 was the one where... It's funny, though. Does anyone else, like... I know I know. around this time... Which one's 2010? 2010 apparently is the one with punk cutting all the promos that I was talking about. Okay. I don't know who won it. I'm sure I, Frank knows off trivia, but... Okay, yeah. 910102... 2010. The voting's open for 40 minutes. <laughs> 40 minutes? Well, we'll, we'll reveal it at the end of the show. <laughs> Go vote now if you're in the YouTube chat. Right now is the only way. Should I vote? Fuck. What do you want to do? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to keep my cards close okay. to my chest here and vote. Rich Royal Rumble pay-per-view are we reviewing this week? 1991, 2001, 2002, 2010. Fuck. All right. <laughs> I, I'm not voting. I can't we'll do, do this. We'll do Royal Rumble at some point. You can't do it. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I pick a few of them. Wow. What oh, eleven great... was the forty-man rumble with Del Rio. Oh, yeah, get rid of that yeah, one. No, 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 no. Absolutely not watching that one. No, okay. That. Okay. Well, anyone in the chat now is the only people. Where's the poll on Twitter, Frank? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, wow. All right. <laughs> Did I plug everything? Patreon.com/slash/poisonrana. Top-tees.com. Yeah. I mean, I'm still waiting on my hoodie, Dickie. Hey, what, what the <laughs> hell, man? No, I'm just joking. I got my my sweet hat though, and I know Dickie's working hard on uh, adding a whole bunch of different different podcasts and all sorts of stuff on over on Chop-Tees.com. So go check it out and support your boys. Buy a Poison Rana hoodie, a T-shirt, a hat, a toque as we call them here. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's your your last call. There's only a week or so left to buy the Detox Pink Trucker Hat what? and Tie-Dye Shirt. So uh, get your orders in. And because I don't know if he got a cease and desist, but he's just being smart. And limited edition Okada in and out merch yes. will be going away. So please buy it or forever hold your peace because... Uh, yeah, Okada's uh, making moves, making moves, making million-dollar moves. He makes it rain. As oh, uh, yeah. He even got it trademarked. What, Rainmaker? Yeah. Nice. Good yeah. lad. Yeah, I wonder if he'd enjoy our Rainmaker drink. I wonder who owns the uh, song. I imagine New Japan. I Yeah, they own it for sure, yeah. Oh, true. His theme is pretty fucking sick. As long as it gets the coin flip. The coin flip, yeah. That's what really, yeah. So shall we go into it? I think so. So, this week, was it Thursday? We were at Demand Lucha, weren't we, when the, the news broke? Because uh, New Japan announced that Kazuchika Okada is leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, uh, we were watching Wrestling Live, and then I'm just kind of like, I think I was taking videos of the, like what was happening in the match, and then see my Twitter is kind of going wild. I look at it, and it's like, wait, what? New Japan announces that Okada has left. And I'm like, Davey, Davey, Okada's gone from New Japan. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then you just see like a sea of people kind of like 
at the wrestling show like, going on their phones. Yeah, they're like, wait, what's going on? And it's like, oh man, it's like, it's like the president was shot. Everyone in the wrestling world was like, what? What do you mean? So yeah, this is pretty crazy. So New Japan superstar, the flag bearer, mm. the the guy, the top guy. Yeah, essentially of New Japan announcing that he's gone. And I loved Tanahashi's. Um, <laughs> Tanahashi's statement statement that he said uh, there will be no more rain, but where, where at the end of rain there's a rainbow. Or yeah, like exactly. That, yeah. Just bringing a tear to my eye. Yeah. Uh, so they've announced that Tanahashi versus Okada is going to take place in a couple of weeks mm. now in February. Um, shout out to our friend Daniel Lloyd who bought tickets for that show because he's going to be going oh, to wow. Taylor Swift okay. at the Tokyo Dome around the same time. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you're seeing Tana versus Okada last time ever. And he, was, he didn't know that had been announced. Wow. And today he messaged me, oh, I just got what you meant. Holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> so, Damn. yeah, I hope Daniel uh, sends us a live report of that event because that's also Zack versus Dragon 2. Danielson. Okay. So I'm like, dude, oh, that's geez, a fucking that's a huge show. sick card already. Yeah. So definitely we'll be checking that out. Are you surprised? Yes. Yeah. Uh, when the new there was there was news what like a month or so ago there was all these rumblings. Everyone kept saying, oh, these Nakamura promos. He's talking about the Rainmaker and chaos and whatever. I I was like, huh, like it'd be interesting, but no, like he's the guy. He makes the most money over there. He, they pay him the most. He's he's the fucking draw over there and. I know they're in this mo- mode of trying to like hype up their their new guys, but they haven't necessarily been doing a fantastic job of that. Mm-hmm. And now you've let him go. He's gone. I'm not surprised. Like it, it's a weird one. It's it's huge news and it's like wow when I heard it, but I'm not really surprised. I he feels just he's felt a bit stagnant there for a while, I think. Um, like sure. still an incredible wrestler, but his most interesting matches for me have been uh, against people outside the company. Have been the the Danielson and the with the uh, Kiyomiya. A year ago stuff. today, the Kiyomiya stuff that like went viral everywhere. Which again, they never really fully capitalized no, on it. No, they didn't. Um, he had this kind of cool gimmick where he seemed to be, you know, like this pissed off veteran, like beating up the the young guys but that never really went anywhere either and you know you're gonna get an in- a great match out of okada but we've we've seen everything and i don't think you know david finley is it to be going up against him yeah we've seen the naito matches so many times we've seen the tanahashi matches so many times and is he's like I feel at this stage in his career it's what's next he's done everything there is to do there and so yeah I I kind of when the the rumors like well the the news about his contract coming to an end I like I think I said on a show a while ago like this mania is crazy you could potentially have uh you know CM Punk the Rock I think I said potentially Austin and Okada which sounds ridiculous but I think it's uh, more and more likely. I yeah. I mean, people are. You could assume that it's Tony Khan that has scooped him up because Okada's chummy with the Bucks. Okada's chummy with Kenny. He's got the connections with the man. I forget who it is that like helps manage Osprey now. There's okay. there's a, there's a link Harry of people. There's a link of people that that are linked to all these guys. So like yeah, like something. 
this it's it's it makes me think like okay I guess that's where it's going but in the first time I think ever since AEW's been a thing the first time I'm like yeah but isn't it more interesting if Okada goes to WWE yeah. I I don't see him going to AEW yeah it's, me it, neither for me I think that's a lateral move um, New Japan would have offered him a raise I'd imagine I imagine he's on good money there I doubt they can match what Tony Khan would offer yeah um so there is that but i think it's a lateral move like he's faced everyone of interest there already there yeah all of them would be a rematch and you think back to the the two matches he's had this year the the danielson one and the osprey one both had a sense of finality to it you know the danielson match ended and they both like did the sign of respect they were on their knees they bowed to each other that kind of felt like an end to that. We were like, yeah, it's one apiece. You could do a rubber match, but yeah. wouldn't you keep a bit of animosity there if you were going that way? It it felt kind of finite having that moment. And the Osprey-Okada match, where it was kind of being billed as the final time because we knew Osprey was leaving and you had that moment at the end, Okada must have known at that point that he wasn't sticking around and they had a pretty like felt genuinely emotional moment if he's going to see him in a month's time yeah with AEW it doesn't, it doesn't make, sense. make sense like we've seen Kenny Okada we've seen Osprey Okada we've seen Danielson Okada we've seen Jericho Okada like we've we've seen it all there yeah. whereas I think there's also look okay you've got AEW doing Wembley but isn't the attraction of a Wrestlemania like a, the football stadiums are bigger than the Tokyo Dome you know like they they sell out those things isn't that something you'd want to do yeah and I, I don't think like Wembley was fantastic last year but the spectacle of it I don't think matches like production wise and that what WWE delivers with a Wrestlemania if this was five years ago three years ago even like last year really you'd be like no it's a no-brainer this guy would not go to WWE but it's completely changed Triple H is running the show the fact that they're they've really Triple H has done a great job rehabbing Nakamura in the last year and unfortunately it's you know it's too little too late and that's not Triple H's fault you saw how he presented Nakamura in NXT. NXT. He wanted this guy to be a star, but you know, as long as Vince is in charge, it's unlikely that's going to happen. You've had the little chaos name drops. I think it, I feel like this Nakamura thing could be a way of being like, look, this is how we'll present you. You've at the moment in WWE, you've got an Austrian who's like first language is in English is your longest reigning intercontinental champion your one of your women's champions is Eel. japanese uh your other women's champions australian not american like you've got it's such a different picture now than it was years ago where you'd never see someone who wasn't american or canadian be the champ really and i think if okada comes in we saw how they presented cody when he came back yeah like triple h will know like triple h is a wrestling fan and nerd as well he knows what a big deal okada is vince probably doesn't but triple h and Shawn michaels do right i think they treat him like an absolute star and i'd see him maybe do a similar thing as they did to cody but with i'd say gunther 
You know, who else can you have? Like, if you don't know who he is, you would know who he is after a Gunther match. You have Gunther do an open challenge. I've ran through everyone. I'm undefeated. I'm doing an open challenge at WrestleMania. You hear the coin flip. Okada comes out. Huge entrance. Great gear. Fancy new music. Long boys. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in front of a crowd where people are going to know who he is right. as well. Like, Philly anyway is a smart crowd, but you get all the travelers and things. It would be a huge moment off the bat. And if you don't know who he is... By then, you have him take the IC title off of Gunther and in an incredible match, like that match would be awesome. There's a few options for him there. Right away, I think you've made, like, you've not made a star, you've presented an already top star, you know? Yeah, Triple H running the show makes me definitely a lot more interested uh, in in the future of these big spectacles, like a WrestleMania. You know this guy will be treated like an absolute star, so... I'd say I am more interested in, in Okada going to WWE simply because if he's treated like a spectacle, he'll be used in these big matches. I mean, he's not going to be, you know. Okada Logan Paul, <laughs> Okada Dominic Mysterio, Okada Lexus King, like the options there. Yeah, or he goes to GCW and we get Okada Nick Gage, mm. Okada Trey Baxter. <laughs> There's the li- like the possibilities. I, I do think... Uh, that it's a little bit more interesting with him going to WWE because easily you go, oh, well, Cody doesn't have anything to do this WrestleMania. There's a WrestleMania match, Cody versus yeah. Okada, right? Cody, sorry, Okada versus Nakamura. As the, you could, this whole storyline of, of Nakamura talking to himself could just be leading to this match, right? Yeah. Like that's still a possibility. You mentioned Gunther. There is some big things. Cody there. as well, you can, you can almost do the, the Cena thing with him where... You, you know, that year where he was trying different ways to get into WrestleMania. Right, right. You know, like, he doesn't win the Rumble. He doesn't win Elimination Chamber. And he's like... In the crowd. What have I got? Yeah. And you've <laughs> Never got forget. Okada. Like, there's, there's so many good options. But also, you know, going to the CM Punk Okada match that was teased for one of the Forbidden Doors we no- never got. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, again, we're recording this January 21st and... You know, his contract technically ends two days after the Rumble. So does that mean he can't show up in the Rumble, right? Who knows? I mean, is could WWE, we've seen WWE try, like, they're trying to get a foot in Japan at the moment, yeah. right? They, they've been trying with the, um, with All Japan. You had just had Charlie Dempsey go over there. Um, the whole global localization thing that triple h has always been about you know trying to have different territories um could having an okada open up a potential working relationship with new japan yeah and if that's the case could you go hey like because he's fulfilling his dates right so but his contract ends january 30th so potentially first of february he could be signed with WWE and be doing fulfilling these extra commitments with New Japan. Right. Could you have an agreement where, well, we're going to let him finish those three dates if you let us have him oh, on the 27th. For the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's anything's possible. It's just whether people in the past, aka Vince, wouldn't want to do that stuff. I think it's there's so much more opportunity now to do stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm just like, as much as I, I definitely think AEW is going to pick up again in 2024, I think Tony's going to find a stride. But 
in a weird way, it sounds like Tony's under the assumption he's got him. And, like, they do have him because he, he – I haven't said this in a while, but he's just going to go be all elite with his friends because, like, it seems like he's got a lot of his friends over there. So, like, I, I, I wouldn't be I shocked. I don't know, like, I feel Okada is more driven than that. You would think so, but, like – You know, I mean, the advantages of uh, of being an AEW are Tony Khan would probably let him live in Japan – Yes. And come back and forth. I I don't know where... Obviously, he'd have great matches, but I don't know where he slots in there. It's so bloated, you know? Yeah. And WWE's relatively so WWE. bloated too, yeah. but there's... You've got, like, two main shows on the go as well, and I don't know. I just... I, I would put my money on WWE. I, I think that is way more attractive. If you want to really prove yourself as the best in the world right i think you've got to go there i think going to AEW is just like a lateral move i i could see it either way but i think the like i said first time ever i'm like you know what actually this would make a lot more sense if you just went to wwe because there is some big dream matches that they would save for these big stadium shows your wrestlemanias your summer slams whatever they could use him sparingly and pay him a lot. Like, he could be a special attraction because, you know, right off the bat, there is half the audience who wouldn't know who this guy is, mm. would not understand, but eventually they would, and they would catch on that this guy's awesome. But, uh, yeah, you kind of said, like, the dream matches in WWE, there's so many more fresher options there. As a fan, you want to see those. I think as well, the, the Cody return was eye-opening because, yes, it, People knew who Cody Rhodes was because his last stint with WWE. But if you are one of these people that doesn't know what's going on outside WWE, which we're talking about these people for Okada, yeah. um, he was stardust. Right. He was a jobber when he left. Why Why is he now coming in like all hype. all hype against Seth Rollins? And you saw the reaction and everything. So I feel... I, I feel enough people would be educated. And if you're not, you'd soon like know who he is but i i am genuinely shocked new japan let that go uh, and that's what makes me think there it isn't aew because if it was you could have just kept had a, you wouldn't agreement. have had a statement like that they wouldn't have been like wow this guy fucking left this guy's leaving that's what it sounded like yeah this was a, a message to the fans like he's leaving us yeah he's leaving you look at that because they, they're under the assumption that he's not doing this double AEW New Japan. I also feel AEW getting Osprey, I think, is going to make WWE more gun ho getting sure. Okada. And I mean, you know, there were bids there for Osprey as, and WWE yeah, too. As much as it'd be sick for like Okada versus Kenny one more time at Wembley or Osprey or whatever, like, I just think it would make more sense for him to, to go. Something that I thought was funny on social media was fans. Not of Okada, but of his wife, who were like, no, she can't move to the U.S. What do you mean? Like, uh, and I'm like, what does she even do? I'm like, oh, Su Suzuko Mimori, which I'm like, okay, apparently she's an actress and a singer. And oh, okay. I, I saw this online, and I, once I plugged, put that into my Twitter, people were like, no, 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 this would be awful if she moves to the U.S. And I'm like, well, maybe he wouldn't like do that. They just had a kid. Go to Hollywood. Try and, right. try and get a job there. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, uh, you know, also think this is good for New Japan. I mean, I, yeah. like you've lost a top guy, which is a blow. But I often find, you know, when 
you know, your back's against the wall. When the chips are down. Yeah, that's when you you really, you now have to take a gamble. You've got to go with a, a Yoda Suji or a Shoda Umino. Or, yeah. You've got to do that. And I think the problem is with when we've seen it in the past with, I'd say, Naito, Sonata and Evil are the three in the last, like, three or four years who they've tried to elevate to that main event picture where they weren't there before. It was too late that there was already stink on them, you know? Yeah. And I don't I don't think either of the three I mentioned are particularly exciting wrestlers either. But what worked with Okada was he he came back from excursion and it was pretty immediate that they just went with this guy. You know? And I think if you wait three years with your current what the three musketeers they're calling them or whatever if you wait a few more years before you push them to that level i think people see them at a level and don't necessarily buy them as a main eventer so i i think you've got to pull the trigger now with yeah multiple people it, and just and it will take it will take maybe a bit of time like it's it's like rebuilding a, a team you know you lose your star player or yeah. a few star players go away it's right well we're we're going to do a, a three-year plan. We're going to focus on these youngsters. And in three years' time, hopefully, we'll be going for championships. And I think that's where they are now. And I, I think they will be better because of it. Because how often have we said, oh, cool, like, okay, it's Okada Naito. It'd be a good match. I've seen it 67 times. Yeah, they do need to push other people. Jake in the chat saying, is it time for them to focus on other people? And he brings up Zack Sabre Jr. He's someone we both rave about all the time that he could easily be one of their big stars over there and has been kind of just been chilling in the wings and always has good years of wrestling and matches and stuff, but is never treated like one of their guys. I mean, I love Zack Sabre Jr. matches, but I would say the same thing. I think it's a little, it's a bit too little too late. You know, we've seen him in the mid card for years at this point. Right. So I think you need to go with like, yeah, I'd love to see him have a a title run and things like that. Shingo. Same with Shingo. All right. Now's the year. 2024. Ishii. Big Tom needs the strap. Yeah. Big Tamiro Ishii. Give him the strap. One run to make him a transitional champion. Yeah. Do the Samoa Joe with him. I don't care. Just give him the strap one time so that when... Him and Minoru Suzuki are having beers in like five to ten years. And Suzuki just rizzes him and razzes him about like, ah, you know, we we both never want... Tom will be like, I did. I did. I held it for a day. (laughs) Won it at Wrestle Kingdom, lost it at New Year's Dash. When (laughs) Evil is like, yeah, I've won the title a few times, he'll be like, god damn it. Yeah. (laughs) So Ishii, get the strap just one time. I don't care. Make it happen, Tanahashi. Make it fucking happen, president. Oh. But yeah, it is a time for them to to like focus on other stars. And obviously, there was a dark period of New Japan where they were trying to do that. And it took a while to get to the level that they got. And then when they were getting at that level, then you had like AJ Styles in there. Then you had Kenny become mm-hmm. a star. And then like they're still doing the most views they've done in a long time. Yep. And it's because of people like Okada. Okada and the elite are the reason Madison Square Garden sold out. Yeah. And Okada headlined that. That was their, like, he was their guy. So it definitely is like, wow, they're really shaking things up. They have to because what other options do they have? They lost Okada. So in a way, I am looking forward. But 
watching Wrestle Kingdom this year, I was like, man, there was some good stuff. But the best stuff I watched was all their guys who were leaving. Mm-hmm. So now you're left with David Finley and you know some of these new people. Like, yeah, it's going to be sink or swim. And hopefully You've they figure got, it out. Uh, who, who is it that's um, a free agent? Nakajima? Is it? He, he's a free agent right now, isn't he? So he could go to... He could go to New Japan. Yeah, yeah. Be a top guy like immediately. That freshens things up. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's needed. I think I've grown bored with Okada, Tanahashi, Naito as the top guys there. Sure. Like they put on good stuff, but it's repetitive. So yeah. I think it's a good thing for them and it's going to take time and it's how they deal with it. We saw how they dealt with it when, you know, they lost Nakamura and AJ Styles um, in what was that? 2017. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, like while, that yeah. was a huge blow. Lost two of their yeah. top guys and they became an even bigger company after that. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I do think the Kenny Omega Okada match was the match that was passed around like to every wrestling fan and was talked about so much that then the Jericho match happened. That like New Japan were, were jumping and, and getting so many new viewers from, from all these people who were like, yeah, you know what? WWE has been boring me lately. Let me, mm. you know, look outside the box. Definitely like opened a lot of eyes. And I, I think they'll be in the, the right spot. Like they do have some talent there that I watch. I'm like, oh, this guy's great. This guy's great. So hopefully this is the year they now have to do it. They I'd, have to. I'd be curious if he came into WWE what kind of deal it is like is he a nakamura where he's just doing weekly tv and surfing or do they give him more of a like more of like a sort of brock contract i think it's that man i think i can't see this guy wrestling on raw and smack i think that would be something triple h would be more willing to do than a vince like vince gives those contracts to his legends of the past he'll give it to the rock he'll give it to Brock, he'll give it to Punk, Cena, Taker. He wouldn't take that gamble with an unknown to him. Right, right. I think Triple H would do it. Be like, yeah, like you can, like, we'll have you in Florida for for this like month or two, and then you can go home for a month or so and rest. Fucking up Okada and- in the PC. Yeah, Okada <laughs> in NXT. Fuck's sake, Okada Brooks Jensen. I was I was at the NXT taping all these years ago when it's the debut of Nakamura before the match where it's like on a cell phone or something. Right. It was really weird. And I was like, that's how you're fucking bringing him in. I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then the first thought is like, you're bringing Nakamura in to NXT. I'm like, uh, all right. You know, NXT was a different thing. It was, then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, was that his debut? Yeah. Well, that match with Sammy. Match, yeah. It's good. But Okada coming in like that. That could be that could be good. So let us know what you think. You think he's going to AEW, WWE? I guess we'll find out in a, in a few weeks. That would Possibly. be a fun show. Best match ever debut matches. Yeah, Oka- uh, like, Nakamura. Uh, Nakamura did that match and then did nothing else after for me. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're not wrong. Yeah. I can't. I can't stress. I enjoy the character now. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I can't stress that people were like, "Oh, his match with Seth it was great this year." I was like, "You mean the one with like the five mattresses in it?" No, I did not like that match as much as people liked it. But uh, I don't think he's really done it for me since that match. And watching that match back, wrestling's moved on from that match. Mm. So like, 
Yeah, he's been coasting. Maybe that's why Okada's going to WWE. You have Nakamura in his ear being like, bro, mm. I get paid so much fucking I get paid more than you. I don't have to get hit in the face. I don't have to do all these crazy things you're doing. I go surfing. I don't even have to be there. I'm in catering sometimes. Like, bro, come over. <laughs> like the thought of in and out burger, like... I can get that whenever I want. <laughs> you mean to tell me I could go to like, Disney only World? Only on the West Coast, though. All right, just book me those dates. Okada's like, fuck, I just want to go to Disney World, man. Let me go to Florida. Let me go to Cali. Yeah, exactly. So I do think he's going to the Fed. Right. See some dream yeah, matches. Too. And we're going to Mania. You could just book Okada versus The Rock for whatever reason you want. Imagine the same show where Okada, Okada and The Rock. Oh, yeah. On it. That's fucked. Triple H, give him the give him the. I'm looking forward to the uh, the Rainmaker counter into the RKO. Nice, It'd be pretty nice. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few Okada versus a lot of people. Like definitely interesting. How long will he be in the company before he does a poison mist? <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah. I don't. I think Triple H knows how to handle foreign I talent, so. but yeah, subtitles can be your friend, people. You've got 12 minutes left on the vote, guys. Get on to X. <laughs> uh, yeah. Isn't, what, what's in... What's Never mind. <laughs> I'll, I'll just wait for the results. Yeah, I'll just wait. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. We're talking, talking Okada. That's the big news in wrestling this week with him leaving New Japan, which is quite shocking. I will be checking out his final matches oh, yeah. as well as the Osprey match the, in New the Japan. The cage match. Yeah. yeah. The war cage... Yeah. Don't call it war games, but it, it kind of games. is so, kind of like the collision match next week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call it war games, but it's a cage match and it's elimination for some reason. Well, war games is an elimination. Yeah, true, true. War games grows. This decreases. Right. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. It's, it's actually, you know, like normally Wrestle Kingdom ends, I'm kind of checked out until yeah. G1. Whereas this new beginning stuff like there's there's some stuff that definitely has my interest i saw something that caught my eye i haven't checked out godzilla show on apple tv the monarch show with kurt russell and his kid but i did see that suji made an appearance however the internet was fast to reveal that it wasn't yoda it was his brother from oh. that that one angle he did where his twin brother like attacked someone right he's actually an actor and a stunt double and makes a cameo in this monarch uh whatever show it is I, i'm behind i know wh was telling me the other day that it was pretty good so uh because i was like wait what new japan stars are in a godzilla show it's like no no it's actually his, his twin brother i'm right. like oh still cool but Damn. yeah so does he have the long hair and everything he does yeah he looks like a bar he's a bartender oh, in it or whatever nice. so pretty cool oh i did see the picture yeah yeah, yeah i was I like I, I, th I thought it was him and then the internet was like whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second um yeah so what, what else in wwe while we're kind of on that topic because again the royal rumble is next saturday well we talked about the uh promo segment last week but now uh Butch has finally ditched Butch. Finally. And he is Pete Dunn. Um, I loved uh, Pretty Deadly's reaction to it. It reminded me of, um, you know, Triple H Mankind in like end of 99, beginning of right, 2000. For that feud, yeah. Where Mankind's like, you're not facing Mankind, you're facing this man, Cactus Jack. And Triple H is like, fuck, I'm not ready for Cactus Jack. <laughs> Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Obviously, like, the, the name doesn't necessarily matter. I don't necessarily, like, hate the name Butch for a wrestler because it sounds like a fucking wrestling name. But, we had a wrestler called but, Butch. He was a bushwhacker. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just strange. Like, Pete Dunne, yeah, it sounds like a good name. The Bruiserweight, that's a pretty good wrestling name as well. Name doesn't obviously mean everything, but it 
you kind of like the guy already made a name for himself in NXT and NXT UK. Like for those that did watch him in either of those shows, like you became a fan of him mm. because of his wrestling and how good he was. And to just call him Butch and make him act like a dog was very strange. You had Mansoor doing an interview this week saying that Vince was like adamant that Butch's character wasn't a wrestler, that he was legit a fucking dog. Like, no, you're not going to wrrestle, but you're always trying to scrappy do and fight and everything. It's like, the guy who is a good wrestler his gimmick is not to actually wrestle. Like, what the fuck? So, very strange. Happy that this is back. I'm very excited to see what they do. I do think that uh, the team of Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate off the cuff, like, right away going with the British Strong Style, will get some fans. And it's it's interesting that WWE seem to have moved away from, uh, you know, trademarking names again. Like, Tyler Bate got moved up as Tyler Bate. Right. Butch is back to being Pete Dunne. Um, which is both their, their like legal their, their, their names. names they've yeah. been using. So it's um, that's interesting because it it seemed to be a a Nick Khan thing as well as a Vince thing about you know trademarking. Yeah, they want to make money off you. Yeah, and moving away from that for like for the betterment of the product. I think there are people you can repackage and rename. You're absolutely not going to rename Okada if he does come in. Like there's... Yeah, I think back to Samoa Joe coming yeah. into NXT, the Joe deal. and like, He came in there. He, what, what, who, who kid call him? Yeah, they're not going to be like, yeah, that Hawaiian dude. Joey Samoa. <laughs> yeah, it's Samoa. I'm Samoa Joe. That's yeah. my name. Like, that's it. And yeah, it makes sense. They also uh, name drop Regal again. Uh, right in the the little promo that wasn't on TV, but they put on the on the website on Twitter. Um, so I I wonder if we're we're gearing for Regal kind of managing these two. That'd which be pretty I'd sweet. I'd be down for. Just add their add his kid. Yeah. Eventually, and then you get the no quarter catch crew with Regal, and that's like the BCC all over mm. again. Except he wants to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like yeah. Looking back, what was the reason Regal left? Was it? punk was it what was it just he just wanted to be close to his kid was that it i don't know man yeah uh frank in the chat says that um pete dunn's actual legal name is pete england which we have talked about before um also a great wrestling name yeah like i I imagine (laughs) regal left because triple h got back in power yeah didn't he he was like oh i'm i'm going back yeah Yeah. exactly uh so yeah pete dunn is back we he got his name that's pretty great um i saw roman reigns posting a photo on social media with one of his cousins. So if you ever think there's not enough people in the bloodline for years to come, trust me, there is. Yeah. They've got brothers and cousins and sisters and you name it. Yeah, definitely um, been... We've got this this four-way coming up at the Rumble, which I think will be a fun match. I, I've, yeah. I've enjoyed the kind of car crash four-ways they've done in the past, um, but there's no question of who's winning yeah, this thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, but... I do find it interesting the uh, the teases between Roman and Nick Aldis. Now, Nick Aldis isn't someone I'm particularly a, a fan of in ring, but they're hitting it pretty heavy, like the the animosity between them two and Aldis putting him in this match and, you know, Roman saying he's not signing and then doing the disrespect, like dropping it on the floor and things. So I definitely think that is a match we are getting in the next year. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, something about wrestling, Triple H taking over with WWE, I thought we'd get less of like authority type things. And I know he's coming in as a baby face and mm. setting this up, but like, I, I, I don't care for it anymore. I've definitely left that. 
I, I, I don't. I know he's good talking. I don't care to see the match. I, I, I don't care for the match, but yeah. I do think we're getting it. Uh, I've liked both him and Adam Pearce as authority figures. I don't think they're overbearing. They feel more like Regal was in NXT, you know, rather than you know when we've had those heel general managers who are all over the show. I, I haven't minded the the two like babyface uh, general managers because I, I don't think it's too heavy handed, but. I think, yeah, like we, we mentioned, this reign could continue after Mania. And that's definitely for like a a BC show is something you could go with. I right, think. something in England? Yeah, Possibly, maybe. right? But personally, it doesn't really do anything for me. I don't really care about the match. And even the, the promo stuff that I have watched, I'm like, like he's he's got a few other things on his mind. He's got the, the Fatal 4-Way Mania. I, I, I don't know. I, something I'm like, do we really need to do that right now? But then I... I to, to be completely fair is on the other side is AW will not use any authority figure and then have Tony Schiavone be like, oh, Tony Khan just told me this. Like, does, is that any better? Because sometimes I don't you, mind having someone who's like, yeah. you know, booking the matches yeah, and kind yeah. of it's almost like a narrator in a way. You know, yeah. you can fill in those gaps why certain things are happening and because because I, I i don't necessarily care too much for the adam pierce or or what we've seen with all this but like my favorite it was always like steph on smackdown mm-hmm. when she's like kind of a baby face but at the same time like kind of a heel but she'd be like the most fair like you know what you beat that guy up and attacked him he gets he's gonna face you now. you're gonna face him now yeah. you're the title on this i thought that kind of like you said more of a putting the story together because it is a tv show you think when you go to the indies and stuff like that there sometimes is even a figure there being like, "Hey, we got this match and, mm. and stuff." So I just sometimes I'm like, "We're going." This guy's just came to WWE, Nick Aldis, and we're already like, "Oh, what if we have a match against Roman?" Why? There's been fucking hundreds of wrestlers who've been wrestling in WWE who should get a title shot before before this guy. Yeah, I just for me, I don't like Aldis is still pretty young. I can't see him coming into this company just as a producer at this point Uh, yeah and i just i'm not i have watched his wrestling before we've we have watched Mm. his wrestling before it's not particularly that exciting No, i i agree i'm i'm not into his wrestling i just i don't see him as someone who's hung up his boots and i think you know this is a way you could transition him into a into a not being top of the card the whole time but you know having this boil to a point with roman where he's gonna put the boots back on and ditch yeah. the suit and have a match and then you have him as a wrestler after that i don't know it just it kind of seems that's where where it's going perhaps. and then he can be on cody's team nightmare yeah exactly. factory and all that stuff with qt i mean true yeah that is a thing right like that there's history with him you need cody to have backup this time round against solo Roman. and his cousins yeah his other cousins and his third cousins yeah <laughs> uh what else was this week i think that's everything that kind of Big came to mind. Week, yeah. We did talk a bit about Raw on Tuesday. Yeah, I guess Seth Rollins, this injury, we'll find yeah. out uh, tomorrow of what really is going on. Hopefully, he can still wrestle at WrestleMania. That's the big one. Mm. You know, hopefully, it's not nothing too serious. Tony Khan just putting this hex into the world with his Twitter, and that's I blame him for this whole thing. <laughs> it, it's unfortunate, isn't it? I, I haven't really looked at much on Twitter. I don't know if there has been like hate towards Jinder about this but it it's so unfortunate like obviously an injury is unfortunate whenever yeah, but course. the fact that this match yes. was 
why the fuck Jinder and all this going into it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a good match. Jinder is not very good. No. But, um, but yeah, it is unfortunate. But yeah, hopefully he's. I definitely, I, yeah, it's better than worse. We'll talk about it on Tuesday of what happens because, like, hopefully it's it's a work or he's not that injured or this and that. And I guess I guess we'll have to see. But yeah, don't hinder the gender. You know what match was good though? Mm. The hook match. Going to AEW, yeah. <laughs> as much as uh, we're, you know, WWE's been on a on a tear. I think Tony's got to got to be stepping it up, and he and he has been so. Uh, AEW Dynamite from this week was pretty good and kind of catching up on all the other stuff like Collision and the rankings are back. Mm. You know, things are going to be different in 2024 for AEW and uh, I'm kind of liking it. Maybe maybe QT Marshall and CM Punk were the reason I didn't watch Collision. Now that they're gone, maybe I'm like, oh, this show's pretty good. There's some good matches. There's some good things being pushed forward. I'm not quite sure, but whatever it is, like going forward, this week's at Dynamite really... Really hit for me. I, I really liked a lot of the stuff on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I th- I think you kicked things off pretty well with uh, Christian Cage and Dustin Rhodes, I thought, had a hell of a match to start with. You know what? Yeah, all all the flowers to Dustin because I'll tell you, I was, uh, I was chilling, I was watching, I wasn't here, but I was watching and I was like, I was watching live and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I got to watch Gold Dust. I'm like... Do I, I'm in my head. I'm like, should I just watch this later? Like, maybe I'll just like watch something else or do something else right now. And I was like, I don't know. Let me have a smoke. I'll put it on. And then like, as the match started going on, I was like, okay, Christian from you know WWF 1999 and Goldust from WWF 1999. And here they are, like easily like 50 year olds plus. Yeah. And I thought they would look pretty good. I think they're both great. I think Dustin is, they look is good. so good. Like Until the end of the match, something definitely happened in this match. I didn't hear this being talked about any, anywhere as much, but I think he got like hurt or something because I'd say he looked so good in the match. Right at the end in the finish, I don't know if he got like knocked out. It looked like Christian had to like walk him through the finish. Oh, the... It. The second unpredictable. Yeah, but I think he like hit his head off something. I didn't. Right. I didn't rewatch it back today. But when I watched it on thing, I was like, man, on Wednesday, I was like, man, did he get hurt? Because it looked like Christian was kind of explaining to him mm. like the, what we're gonna do and everything. But besides the fact, uh, Dustin definitely looked good. It's a shame he's in AEW and he could be the backup for Cody that he needs yeah. over in WWE. But I could see him back there. Yeah, retire point. there. Get your uh, your Hall of Fame. Yeah. All that stuff. He's like he's been great though. Like really since I mean the the whole him coming back to WWE for the the Rhodes brothers thing was yeah. what twenty thirteen I'd ten like years to say ago. over ten years ago. over ten years ago and that felt like uh, him coming back for his final run and was in incredible shape and stuff like he's. Yeah, you gotta gotta give him credit. It was, a, it was a good match. Yeah, him and Christian worked really well together, and Christian's just a fantastic heel, a classic wrestling. You just hate this guy. Look, now he's got this kid and the kid's mom. He's delusional. He's insane. Like, yeah, I'm I'm really into that, and I, I was very surprised at that match and how good Dustin and and Christian looked in it. So, uh, really got into that. Uh, what else happened on this show? There was. Um, Evan Bourne challenging Chris Jericho. Wow, it went from 99 WWF to 2010 WWE in a weird thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, he that came was on Rampage. Oh, was yeah. oh, I didn't watch it, but oh. uh, he. I think he challenged him for this upcoming. I could be wrong. But no, yeah. it's, the match happened. Oh, the yeah, match happened. Ramp- oh, okay. Uh, yeah, him challenging Jericho. That was funny. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta versus Commander and Penta. And, and uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm... 
I'm uh, getting a bit fed up of these Lucha guys with no character. Right. We were just with Alex. Oh, like, you're a Lucha star? You're a Luchador? You're going to be with Alex. Hang out with Alex. Or Jose. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I find, like, obviously they do spectacular stuff, but, like, I don't know, I'm kind of just, I've seen it all now. So I, I need a bit more uh, from these Lucha guys and just being Lucha guys. Yeah, uh, de- definitely, like, uh, kind of jumping ahead here, but they have announced for this upcoming Dynamite, Hangman versus Penta, which I'm like, holy shit, please, yeah. In another universe, they'd be having a feud where they would get to a Texas death match where Penta yeah, is, like, like, underutilized, right? Honestly, I just... I have no interest. I, I've, I've liked Penta in the past. He's a good wrestler, but there's nothing there. Hangman's just going to beat him. We'll see 10,000 Zero Miedos in the match. He, he's it's, always booked. It was, it was always him or Swerve, who's now been elevated. Yeah. That were always the fall guys for title contenders. If mm. you ever notice, like the same rotation of dudes would always be the, the jobbers for these other people. Penta has been this role for a long, long time. Uh, I, I I did like the match with Orange and Trent versus these two. I, I thought it was different having Orange and Trent and also Penta and Commander rather than like the mm. other variations. So I thought it was a little at least a little fresh and Trent winning is, is a cool little touch there. But but yeah, uh, I, I'm always like, man, what could you be doing with some of the other guys? Like they're they're flashy. The crowds get into their matches because mm. they do are doing these spectacular things. But you're always booking them to lose that. Like, why would anyone really care about them? So as, as you kind of said, so uh, as much as I still really enjoy watching them wrestle, I'm like, could we, is there a better utilization of some of these? Yeah. You're bringing in your Vikingos and you're all these dudes to do these incredible things. And then they're losing. And they, the they're great for shows like Rampage, which yeah. is like you stick around and you see some like spectacular stuff, but it's, it's mainly pen. I, I assume Phoenix is injured, right? Uh, I can't remember. We I really feel like we, I've we seen haven't seen him wrestle for yeah. a while. Maybe, possibly. I, I just feel like Penta is someone I, I'd like more from. I'd like some sort of evolution of character. He's probably I just think happy. The best, the best thing, aside from like the incredible like tag matches, was years ago when he faced Phoenix. And, you yeah. know, he got vicious and was ripping out the mask yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. That was like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to That's the Penta I want, that. yeah. I, I definitely, I, broken record since AEW has really started is like, mm. hey, where's that guy that I've watched? Like... He is incredible, so maybe he's just kind of happy. He's getting paid and gets to do Lucha stuff. What about another tag team that knows Penta? The Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. Yes. With their mustaches and all. Is this a Vince McMahon gimmick? <laughs> I think so, maybe. Uh, I kind of liked it, actually. I might be in the minority, but we, we've been discussing of, like, what is the thing? What could they possibly do? Because we've already seen them come out dressed in dyed facial hair and bandanas and crazy mm. outfits and over-the-top wacky comedy type shit. This is the route I'd, I'd like them to go down. And for the Sting thing, to tie it in with them somehow cutting a promo on CM Punk, I don't know what they were going off, but... I, we've seen a couple of times recently where I think Tony Khan's been addressing criticisms through his characters. Yeah. We had... Last week was Samoa Joe saying about a championship committee and all that. And now we've got the ranking system come back. And I think this was, you know, Tony Khan speaking through the Bucks going, we hear you. Like, we're not the product we were when we started. Let's try to go back to that, which is a good thing. I, I think, you know, things... 
did go different when once CM Punk came into the the company. And obviously, it was it was great for AEW to have this big star, but I think AEW lost sight of what it was to start with. Yeah. And I I think that is something where you know a Hangman Page refusing to take advice from Punk. It's because no, because this whole the whole culture of this company has been based on doing things differently. You know, you read the Young Bucks book and they they say like, oh, everyone told us like, you know, slow down, stop stop spamming super kicks and things like that. That's a finisher. You shouldn't keep doing that. What got them over? Super kick party, super kicking everyone all the time. It's it's breaking the mold that these and it's not say that these old wrestlers have bad advice, like, but maybe that advice is better for a WWE. We are trying to present a completely different product that goes against these things. So having the, the like old vet come in going like saying all the lines are like, well, in WWE, this is how we do it in WWE. This is how we do it. That's not what AEW is. AEW right. isn't WWE. So I think, I think it was a way of Tony Khan, like speaking through the bucks and going, we are trying to get this back on track to what we started off being five years ago, which when we were selling out arenas and like we gave the fans who wanted something else a different product, but did it in a way where you're you're keeping the Young Bucks heel and you're getting your digs in against Punk. I did like it. The, the yeah. thing I didn't like was how it did tie to Sting. Because it's like, we need to get out these cancerous old people. <laughs> Sting isn't one of them. Sting's great. Sting's yeah. a great guy. Great wrestler. So good in the locker room. Great with the kids. But uh, we kind of need to beat him Get anyway. the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually really liked it. I think they surprised me. I think if they showed up with the whatever Colt Cabana and Cutler have been doing, I think they would have been like shat on. I'm sure this was shit on too, for sure. But I'm sure people would have just laughed at them. Like, really? That's like the next mm-hmm. step of what this is the smartest move possible. And I'm, I'm as, as excited to see this match. Like again, wasn't necessarily what you expected to, to be announced for the sting retirement match. But as soon as you go, wait a second, that actually would be pretty good. And I'm look very forward, looking forward to this. Match. I'd like to see them just get a bit more serious and a bit less smarky for this run to right. kind of make it a little different. Um, but, well, this was week one. So, I mean, yeah, no, so I, far, I, yeah. I was like, for yeah. me, it was thumbs leaning more up than down with yeah. this. Uh, it was, yeah, how they tied it to Sting didn't quite work for me. Um, but... Yeah, I I'm I'm all for that match. I know now they're teasing other options for Sting and Derby. Right. This is the match. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if they will take the titles off of Big Bill and Ricky Starks before Revolution. Uh, Sting and Derby should because they did a video saying yeah. about being tag team champions. They should. They should. And I think yeah, and the Bucks Bucks beat the uh, beat Sting and Derby for the titles at Revolution, and then you know you've you got a top act as your champions again. And then we have, I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> They've already done that. They've done that so many times. This time, do it to Rick. They did it to Daniels, didn't they? they do it to they've Rick. They've done it to themselves. Yeah, I don't know. I, again, I, I personally like them to get away from that stuff. Yeah, we're not going to see any uh, exploding super kicks in this match, I don't think. No. But we're going to see some good stuff. Yeah. I, I genuinely think it's it'll be good. And that is 
a proper sting send off oh, with absolutely. Darby involved. He's not fighting Darby, but he's with Darby. Maybe, no, I think it would be great. Yeah, the whole the whole thing sounds great. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. I I, I am in, I did enjoy the promo with them. They they got the laugh out of me when they're like, oh Nicholas and yeah. Matthew Jackson, yes, and then like the Twitter We're EVPs here, yeah EVPs, all that stuff. Yeah, go for it. Why not? Like yeah. it's fucking wrestling. Ham it up. And uh, I I've always been a fan of the Young Bucks and will continue to. They've got me again where I'm like, okay, I, I, week one I like this. Mustaches are silly, but I like this. Yeah. And it it's with the trend of okay, what do we do? Well, we changed our facial hair last time. Should we change it again? Yeah, yeah, mustaches. Mm. It's not the same as Hangman's mustache, who looks like Magnum. He just looks incredible yeah. with that thing on his face. He looks like the most manliest man ever. Why? Wh- where? What universe did CM Punk try to step up to this guy? With, he didn't have the mustache at the time. Going soft. Yeah, like what? <laughs> this guy looks like he'd knock your fucking block yeah. off with, this, with the mustache. It's a beautiful, beautiful. Best mustache in wrestling going right now is Hangman's. No, no debate about it, but... Yeah, uh, that was a big part of Dynamite this week. Uh, Nicholas and Matthew, what else happened? We had uh, Bullet Club Gold becoming the new six-man ROH tag champs. Right. I mean, I think we can see where this is going. So I I caught Collision as well, and you had basically now the Bang Bang Scissor Gang <laughs> is a thing. They did their, their gun scissoring thing. Uh, I hope this is leading to yes. title unification. It definitely is. We don't need two sets of... Trios, trios titles. titles so yeah i hope that's the way we're going um you've got what six weeks until revolution so you can do like there'll be a team for now sell the t-shirts a month of this yeah and then go to unification because i do want a bang bang scissor bang, bang, gang. Scissor gang there's a few options you could do the pink bullet club with the scissors underneath mm. instead of the thing the guns right that's the easy one to go to but then also like Trying to up themselves whenever I walk around or see people wearing the Ooh, Scissor Me Daddy shirt. It's a hit. It's instantly like, wow, that shirt's great. Even if you don't know what the fuck it is. Bang, bang, scissor gang on a t-shirt. It's great. You might get my money. I'm just saying. I (laughs) wonder, though, if, like, firstly, do you have a heel babyface dynamic in this? If you are going to unification? Because I think there is legs in this babyface run for the right. the bang bang gang um they're getting good reactions they've got the cool new yeah. entrance theme music and everything. yeah yeah um they seem really popular like the crowd were really into them on collision um has acclaimed in this version ran its course a bit and would a heel turn freshen them up a bit i feel like it's gonna be eventually the bullet club turn on them mm. and then that's what sets up the big match right like uh so i wouldn't necessarily think the acclaimed have run its course because like i said i see the shirts in in the wild all the time i'm like oh shit okay like they're popular they're a popular act i'd say um and as much as maybe they're not like focused as much they're still pretty they're part of aw that's a popular you yep. know mid card act so i think there's some there's some juice in the next few weeks of them teaming with the Bullet Club guys and then something happens and then it causes them to yeah. face at Revolution to put the titles together. So, yeah, all our favorite Ring of Honor titles are just getting eaten yeah. up. Uh, what else? Diona Parazzo defeating Anna Jay and setting up 
uh, a match down the line with Tony Storm. Uh, t- Tony Storm making me fucking laugh, calling her some crazy. Tony Storm's character. Punch her in the box. She gets away <laughs> with saying some things on TV. Let me tell you, I love it, man. I definitely, as much as I'm like, oh, am I, am I over timeless? And then she says that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, call, calling Deanna, like, I'm going to punch you in the box. She's a you tanned hag they or give something. They give her a long leash, don't they? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Like, obviously, Peraza shouldn't come in and beat Tony, but. No, I, I, like you think Tony, Tony should just drop it to Deanna right away. Uh, I mean, does Tony Storm's character like? I think it's a big enough character that um, she doesn't necessarily need the title. Although it, it does seem very soon to yeah. like hotshot Deanna, but yeah, it's it's having faith in this women's division that you know quite often Tony Khan doesn't know what to do with someone once they you know Rio showed up for the last title have we seen rio since right, right, she right. lost that she's been wrestling us yeah you know like it's it's that kind of thing so i i don't know if you you go with diona or not um yeah uh yeah i i don't know she looked good she she sounded better than she sounded she sounded more like confident. happy yeah, yeah confident and like sounded good and wrestle and wrestling wise too so uh, I'm looking forward to that match, and I know those two have his, some history, but I'm definitely waiting out for Jamie Hayter to mm. make her return, and I hope that's Wembley. We're getting Serena Deeb vignettes as well. Like She's coming back now. You've got Thunder Rosa wrestled her first singles yeah. match on Collision. So I, I think the women's division's picking up. I'm, I've been super impressed with Queen Amanada as well. Queen Amidala. Yeah, I think yeah, she's yeah. been fantastic. And when you hear like she's pretty new to this as well, yeah. Um, I think she's someone who, uh, you know, she's getting the Tony Khan goes through his phases. Like at the moment, it's it's Brian Keith and Queen Aminata yeah, on every show. Yeah. Like he had that before with Daniel Garcia when he first came in. Yeah. And, uh, I'd like to see her progress up the card because I think she's she's great. I mean, like I could be wrong, but is Sky Blue just always on collision? <laughs> I don't like, think she was on this. She week. wasn't. The streak is broken. Yeah. yeah, but like it's always like and sky blue yeah. in action. It's like oh okay cool. Yeah, I, I think this year the women's division in AEW will take a little bit of a, a turn for the Jamie's better. Jamie's been out for a long. I'm time I'm hoping, now. man. Yeah, she was. She was a huge star for them. I think that definitely affected the women's division. And Brit, Brit's missing still. Brit helps. I wouldn't say necessarily like she was the biggest star they had for the women's, and then now it's yeah. She's like. She's hot and cold in ring. She's yeah. had some pretty bad matches. I think she's had some pretty great matches as well. Yeah. Um, but it's her her character. She feels like a a big part. Like think during a lot of those like Daly's Place dynamites where she felt like such a huge star there, having the stuff with Tony Schiavone and that. And yeah. uh, I I don't know what her status is. Maybe she's injured yeah. right now. I think so. But yeah, yeah, hopefully we'd get her back soon too. Uh, and then the main event from Dynamite this week, which was Samoa Joe, the champion, putting his AEW title on the line against Hook. And this match fucked. This, this match was sick. So oh, good. man. I, I, I don't know how many times I've rewatched that table bump. The the like STO, the rock bottom turning into on the... On his head? Oh, my God. On his head on the God. desk? Yeah. I don't know how In that guy... dad? I thought he looked like he died from that spot. Yeah. I don't know how that dude got up right in front and of And then the dad. apron bomb after it. Oh, my God. Yeah. This this match was so good, man. Uh, I, I love that. They were playing into history with 
uh, Taz, obviously his fucking kid wrestling this, but then also how he like managed Joe, I think in TNA, right? Um, the history there. I, I really, I really liked this. It was, it was what Jinder and Seth should have been. It, this was, <laughs> I thought this was perfect. Yeah. As a first title defense of just showing Joe as this killer, I think, uh, Joe's best match in AEW was probably the series with Darby. And I got the same sense. And we've never really seen Hook be a Darby Allen because yeah. he's he's been pretty unstoppable he's been so the, far the, yeah. the only real competitive match he's had was against Jungle Boy in Wembley which was Crimea River yeah and it was a lot of um you know weapons weapons real glass stuff so i i thought this was perfect you know hook just like like charging at him and this big man just killing him obviously some sort of agreement where let's just hurt each other because you saw some of Hook's punches and stuff look pretty clean Um, and you know I've seen the criticism about the kick out on one but if you watch there's about five six seconds before Joe covers him after the muscle bust right right you know he's like he's done slowly like saunters over gets down on his knees one kick out which that worked and gave like, I mean, listen to the crowd. It got a huge people, reaction. People were mad about that? You know, people that probably don't, don't watch AEW and see a GIF and then are like, Ugh. I I thought this match was everything it needed to be and more. I loved it. Yeah, over-delivered for And me. The, the kind of format of, you know, just a, uh, like, not overstaying its welcome as well. Like, it, it reminded me of some of the um, the better Brock matches. You know, like Brock... Danielson, where it's kind of the same thing where Brock is just killing him and then Danielson gets a bit of offense in and starts coming back and rocks the the big guy. And not every title match needs to go 30 plus minutes. Yeah. Like I, I feel like this was only like 12, 10 15, minutes, something maybe? like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I really, it was great. Really it, loved it. It helped hook like it. Yeah, it's. It's elevated hook. Oh yeah, he's a badass for taking some of these spots, but also getting his spots in against against Joe. And again, I'm just like fan as a fan of Joe all these years. Finally, this guy's a world champion and manhandling people. The way he did that sto on the table and then walks away like yeah. the fucking badass. Like I've been seeing that gif used a lot. Oh man, like this is yeah, this is like instantly snapped back into like oh shit. I love AEW. They're great because look at this. They're champions oh, yeah. fucking Samoa Joe. How do, how do you not love this shit? So right away, I am really, really love that episode. Even some of the stuff I watched uh, today, trying to catch up, cherry picking here. But uh, Jeff Hardy and, and Darby Allen, that was pretty good. Obviously, they're going with some sort of heel thing with the Hardys, which yeah. I wouldn't say is the best use of them. But whatever. You know, it, it's it's different. It's better than them just doing the nostalgia act yeah. on Rampage. Like, it's it's something different. I I don't care about really seeing them at all, to be honest. But I think there's other people I'd focus on. But, you know, like, I thought the match on Rampage was fun. Um, the the kind of suicide dive into the chair, chair was nuts. Fuck. Didn't get to the levels of the first one, but yeah. still had some pretty nuts spots. And I liked how um, Darby one with like a roll-up which is i think how jeff won the first the one jack right knife. they did all the cr- crazy stuff and then it was the jackknife cover yeah so yeah 
Uh, and then Collision, they had FTR and Daniel Garcia taking on... Uh, no, it's Garcia versus sorry. Buddy Murphy. For, yeah. Buddy but, Matthews. But then next week is the cage Six elimination. Cage, yeah. yeah, which sounds pretty good. I'll have to check it out after watching the Rumble, after, yeah. obviously. I'm imagining that they don't get a great rating next week. Not that it necessarily I care about it, but... DVRs you, exist, folks. Yeah, like <laughs> I know that's going to hurt them because Rumble, again, is one of the most watched events yeah. and... Going up against it would suck, but you'll see people in the crowd with their phones out. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> people do that at our bars, yeah. our parties, our watch parties. Some have collision pe- on. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not making fun of them for it. It's funny yeah. to me because it's like, wow, you really love wrestling. You're at wrestling, and you're still watching, watching wrestling, wrestling on your phone. This is fucking nuts. So, uh, yeah. So, AEW definitely picking up. They've announced a huge dynamite this week. I mean, just out of nowhere, they're like, hey, that guy on uh, – on on Twitter, who makes all those fake matchup cards that, at first glance, you're like, wait, did they? Oh no, it's it's Photoshop, it's fake. They finally did one that that guy did. This guy was like, wait, I did this like two months ago, and now you're actually doing this match, Murder Grandpa versus Edge. <laughs> crazy, like what? Yeah, sorry, wait, what? Yeah, crazy. That's a um, like Adam Copeland's been doing the. The Cope Open during, <laughs> I'm sure it will show up on Botchamania, but yeah. you know the PNP segments, which if you watch them fight, you yeah. hear commentary just going off. Yeah, Taz. <laughs> uh, one of them is like, oh, and then we've got the 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 Cope, the Copeland, the Copeland, <laughs> and just like <laughs> shit on it, like fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I love The Copeland Challenge? But yeah, so far we've had, you know, like, it's interesting seeing Edge mix up with some of these guys but you know off the bat Griff Garrison Lee Moriarty aren't like yeah. Lee Mori- Moriarty's good but it's not really the ones I want when yeah. you think when when Danielson came in I think some of his early like you know Rampage Dynamite matches Suzuki were way more interesting <laughs> and now we're here Suzuki yeah. it's just such a you know Adam Copeland still feels like such a WWE guy and just to go for like you know the chop exchange, which I don't think I've really ever seen him I'll do. Say, I'll say, like again, Edge being one of my all-time favorites, especially as a kid being here in Toronto. But I'd say he's done a good job of uh, making Adam Copeland feel a little bit different than just Edge. Like he's he's done that. Like oh, I'm I'm a bit different, making it a bit more real in some of the things he says and how he and how he 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 treats the character of. Adam Copeland being a bit more realistic than like Edge being the WWE superstar. Like he's he's managed to blend a bit. Like I'm I am a little shocked. I'm sure they will promote a bit more of like the the Disney show he's on and stuff. Oh, Percy yeah. Jackson, Percy Pringle, yeah, Percy Pringle, yeah. That we've talked about that recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is great. Minoru Suzuki versus Adam Copeland. Yeah, I'm gonna be definitely watching this. Being like, this is a video game match. Just yeah, bizarre. We, so crazy. So can't wait to see the, the chop exchange, like you said. Uh, some other things they've announced for this week. We got Trent versus Wardlow. We got uh, Tony Storm and Deanna, a face-to-face interview. We got Jeff Hardy taking on Swerve. Oh, we- he's out of the Rampage verse. So, so is Swerve the heel or is Jeff the heel? I guess we'll find out when we watch this match. Mm. But I, I, I mentioned Jeff isn't full heel yet, is he? He's right. still like... Although he did come out and not really duke. What a fucking know, asshole! Yeah. Always heel. If he's not, <laughs> if he's not juking, come on. Uh, but then also we have 
Penta versus Hangman, which I'm very excited. So this week's this week's looks good. There's a few other things on it as well. So, uh, yeah, ratings, rankings. I mean, they're coming back. AEW is so back, baby. Suzuki and Edge. Wow, fucking excited. Mm. Uh, so there we go. That's kind of all the things going on in in wrestling. Any any other? I caught uh, Josh Alexander versus Will Ospreay. Oh, I didn't put that on which yet. Was, yeah, uh, forgot. Fantastic. To watch it. Like I, yeah. I think I preferred it to the the first one. Wow. It was okay, I'm gonna have really to watch good. It. Uh, yeah, crazy like Tiger Driver spot through a table. I did see that on like that. Uh, and then Scott Demore just with a really like emotional. Uh, he's he's great at the like Paul Heyman style right. rally speech, but. You know, like saying that TNA's back and, you know, like shit on Bruce Pritchard. He was like, there was a moment where Bruce Pritchard stood in this ring and claimed this place is dead, but we're back and we've got like some of the best talents in the world here. And yeah, it was was good. I I still stand by what we both said last week where, you know, the, the pay-per-view wasn't the reset I felt it should have been, but... And some people thought it was. You're so. not always going to get the... I mean, you're not going to have Will Ospreay in this company, but I think you've got to remember, for me, Josh Alexander is one of the best wrestlers in the world as well. And if they can, you know, focus on that sort of stuff and less on Tommy Dreamer, etc. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a good number three, like, for dipping in and they do produce, you know, you've got Speedball in that company as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that match was pretty excellent. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. I, I, I saw the gifts today, and I was like, "Oh, it must have aired already." So I'm gonna have to check. It's it out. It's on their YouTube for free. Oh, as well. beautiful! Everyone, go check it out. Uh, definitely support uh, the Canadian boy, Josh Alexander. But uh, maybe we see him be a bit elevated. I know he's been the champion there and stuff, but having these kinds of matches is what makes people go, "Oh no, he should be your guy." Like yeah. him versus Ziggler will be a pay per view match in 2024. Should be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or speedball. Absolutely. Or whatever, right. So. Um, oh, didn't uh, we kind of mentioned the rankings, but didn't kind of give our thoughts? How do you feel about rankings coming back? Um, yeah, I think I think it's fine. I think it's cool. Like I said, I'm I'm definitely a little overdone with like authority type things and and booking bookers and on screen characters sometimes if done properly. But I think AEW did a good job of the rankings before being like, hey, if you're noticing this guy wins a lot, he should probably be the champion. Mm. And the storyline of Hangman and Swerve is kind of a good way to bring that ranking system back. Like, mm. Swerve should be bringing this up on Wednesday again, as he has been. Like, uh, sorry, I beat you twice. Yeah. I don't know why you're thinking you're the champion. And Hangman's like, well, Joe attacked me. Yeah, yeah, but I beat you twice. So yeah. what is your merit to this? And I think that'll help storylines and, and bit. Again, it's all fixed. So these rankings, you just... Yeah, control what it is. I'd like to see if there's any difference from how they did it yeah. first time around. As I kind of mentioned last week, you do have all these titles, and I would like to see some kind of differentiation between them. Whether it's like you know, international title does uh, does not abide by uh, the ranking system, and it's an open challenge title. Yeah, like that, which Orange has been kind of doing. Um, the continental title, you can use a ranking system across ROH, New Japan, Strong, and AEW. And that's how you get your different... And then TNT is the tier below. You know, if you've got 20 wins or more, you can challenge for the world title. So many 10 fucking minutes titles. wins or more, you can challenge for TNT. Just have something to... Yeah. If you're having rankings, it's like, okay, well, surely the... The guy challenging for the TNT title has enough wins where he should be going for the world. So 
I'd like to have it a bit more tiered or something. You don't need to like sit the audience down and talk it through, but yeah, have something to differentiate everything you've got going on rather yeah. than just having, oh, well, we like him, so here's a belt. They do that too much. There's too much of that. I'll say I caught the uh, last match of Collision as you were watching it today with uh, Danielson. They they beat they pinned Ortiz and then Danielson basically is like, yo, Eddie fuck that belt. I'm going to take it from you. And then spits in his face yeah. and then just goes to the crowd. Hey, hey how's it going? Yes, I, yes. I, could, I started la- laughing my head off at that. So Danielson is just fucking so unbelievably good. And I'd imagine it's Danielson versus Eddie one more time at, at the pay-per-view. The Cause like that last match was good. Yeah. You know, they're going to fucking murder each other oh, yeah. if they do another one. And this man spit in his face yeah. and then turned around and was like, Hey kids, how's that? You want to hug Eddie. And Eddie's face was like, he got to be fucking like, kidding me. <laughs> he got a bum chant over too, I think, yeah. in the match. Bro, I'm loving this. I'm, I'm excited. Revolution can't come like fast enough because there's going to be like, oh, wait, we know it. We, we should be getting the match announcements. That's something like announce the matches way ahead of time. But then they have a problem of the build being good. So then they change it to, OK, we won't announce the matches. And then it's like, I think well, you need a hybrid, right? Yeah. I think you need to get uh, which we've kind of done. We, we essentially know that it's. Uh, Sting, Derby, Young Bucks as the main event. Even though we haven't seen the graphic, we know that's what it is. I think getting, you know, two or three matches out there early and then the rest of the card you can naturally fill up. Like, we assume it's Joe, uh, Joe, Swerve and Hangman as well. Triple threat. We do kind of see where it's going, but... And then other stuff you can leave as a bit more of a, a build going into it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, good week of wrestling this week. Did you hear the R-Truth news? No, what's the R-Truth news? Great. So the the injury he had oh, yeah, against, yeah. Uh, I believe it was against Waller, wasn't it, in NXT? Um, oh, that's right. He basically uh, was, on was close to having his leg amputated. What the due hell? Due to like multiple infections. He had multiple surgeries. His body was like rejecting the stitches that he had. Like... He said, like, he was incredibly close to losing his leg, Jesus. which is terrifying. And, that like, is super fun. even more amazing that he's back now and wrestling and having a, a pretty fun run right now. And I, I believe it's his birthday today as well. So, for our truth. Yeah. Happy birthday, our truth. Happy birthday to uh, Jake in the chat who says it's his birthday as well. Oh, yeah. So, happy birthday, Jake. Thank Happy you for birthday, spending Jake. it with us. We appreciate you. Um, oh, it was two days ago. Truth, yeah, when yeah. that when that he put that out. Yeah, right. yeah, that's crazy, insane. We just did our podcast, kind of talking about the the Von Erichs and Kerry Von Erich and his leg, and we talked a lot yeah. about that. And like that's could imagine, man. That's fucking terrifying. So, and look at our truth now. Yeah, on TV, being one of the biggest merch movers. How old do you think he is? Fuck. I mean, I remember we. I know he's old. I know he's got to be like fifty. He's like 52? 52. 52. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Like, he was what? K Quick. Then he was Ron the Truth Killings in yeah. TNA. I watched a lot of him in TNA. I have his TNA figure somewhere at my brother's nice. house. Came with the NWA World Championship because he won it and never forget. Yeah. Former champ. When you think of the NWA World title, think of Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Tyrus. And Ron the Truth Killings. What is it, EC3 right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, shout out our truth and the whole Judgment Day stuff because I do check out some of the. It's pretty funny. It's the, funny, yeah. He's, he's always been a hilarious 
bit on WWE TV, and I think even more so found a stride with it's. They they realized, hey, let's just do the Judgment Day thing with Sammy, just a little different. The bloodline, yeah. Thing sorry, the bloodline, Day, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there you go. That was everything this week in wrestling. Um, we'll be back next week, Sunday after the Rumble. Yeah, talking about it at some point. Uh, so uh, be uh, will it be two p.m.? I think we can do. Yeah, t- I mean, we're watching the Rumble live. I'll- yeah. I'll make sure I've watched the cage match at least before yeah, we go live. That's I think two's doable. Okay, so next Sunday, 2 p.m. here on this feed, we'll be live. Oh, and we need to give the results oh, of shit. the poll. We'll close with this. <laughs> Exciting. And we'll see if we agree or not. <laughs> <laughs> Just change. All right. Uh, Stop the votes. <laughs> okay. All right, so we put up a vote earlier in the show to see what Royal Rumble... We're doing this. Ah, okay. In last place with 8% of the votes is 2010. Ah. In third place with 20% of the votes is 2002. Okay. Ah. In second place with 24% of the votes is 1991. Okay. That means with 48% of the votes, it's 2001. You just swayed this to... I'm okay with that. <laughs> to pick the one you wanted to do. I mean, it's a good one. It's really fun to watch. Uh, I don't well, want to watch fucking Sergeant Slaughter no, versus I don't. Greg Valentine or whatever I do not the fuck wanna, it was. Yeah. I do not. So, yeah, that's great. Okay, so there you go. Here on our Patreon uh, later this week, I think we're recording Wednesday. I'll put it up Wednesday as well. Yeah. So, uh, our review of the Royal Rumble 2001. And we owe you a ready to rumble down the line. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. I, I feel like we should get someone who, like, I feel like we should just get fucking get David, David Arquette, Arquette on. Yeah, it. yeah. Let's, I've let's... DM'd him and asked him, yeah. but, like, years ago. But awesome. one day yeah. we'll get him on. Yeah. Because I, I do love that movie, so I'm sorry if you if you really wanted that review. It will come just or become a world champ and fucking pick it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can do that. Support your boys. You know, yeah. ready to rumble. Uh, so thank you everyone for hanging out with us here, whether it's the YouTube or on the podcast. Let us know uh, wherever you found us. Hit that subscribe. Hit that nice review if you can. Hit that download. It goes a long way. And yes, check us out. Patreon.com slash Poisonrana. Five bucks a month to become a friend and gives you access to hundreds of podcasts. Wrestling, movie reviews, everything. So give us a shot if you uh, need podcasts for your long drives, your hot showers, whatever it is. Just Absolutely. Check us out, and uh, you won't be disappointed. Uh, and shout out Demand Lucha. We, like we said off the top, we had uh, a ton of fun there last Thursday uh, over in Parkdale in Toronto. We love going to these shows. Joey Janela getting that viral moment with Ricky. Oh man, I'm blanking. I was going to say Ricky Gervais, but that's a different one. But the this like comedian uh, in a like motorized wheelchair. They've been taunting each other for the past little while and then he like showed up they had that great viral video i got someone send it to Cornette. i'm sure he <laughs> has not seen it yet um but then uh some great wrestling as always we got to see shout out tim tim we've never seen this wrestler before the named tim infinite man the infinite man tim yeah, tim uh who we just decided to cheer for because he was pretty good and he's great uh, yeah uh can't wait to see more of this guy i love i love going to demand lucha i gotta say they are legit like the most fun we have going to shows because not only is it like local toronto it's like you know it's not it's it's just like it's fun it's always it was so packed it was so good the vibes are always so fun and we like supporting when we see like wait who's Tim. We don't know who Tim is. And then we're like, all right, 
Let's put our, you know, we like to give our opinions. We're like, all right, let's see how shit this guy is. And then he comes out and he's like in, insane. And we're like cheering great. for him. And it's it's always good to like, you know, see the the new up and, and, and support like local independent wrestling. And some someday some of these guys will be on your, your pay-per-views, on your AEWs and WWEs. And we always say, if you're an indie wrestler... Put your name or your nickname on your gear. <laughs> Whatever you want us to chant, put it on your gear. Yeah. Because often the, the sound production isn't great at these shows, although Demand Lucha's upped it, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you don't always catch their name. And then you're just like, okay, there's a guy, trunks. guy in blue trunks. Like, <laughs> all right, what do I do? Yeah. Put your name. Tim! Tim, Great. Tim, yes. Tim, Tim, Tim. We were doing it every time he was getting a pin. We were, instead of one, two, three, we were going, Tim, Tim, Tim. It felt like I was at uh, Wimbledon in the early 2000s again. Go, Go on, Tim. <laughs> Tim. Uh, we had fun and uh, we got to see Ali as well yeah. on his Canadian tour. His, his whole indie tour is like selling out. Every show this guy's being announced for, he cut a great promo after. Well, he fought... Jack Cartwheel and Gringo Loco in a triple threat match obviously was insane. Some of the crazy spots these guys come up with. I don't know how they do it. Um, and basically said, yeah, I, I want to do an indie run and support indie wrestling and everything. So Demand Lucha, as always, killing it. And they do have a next show, March 21st, 2024, uh, Parkdale Hall, luchamarket.com for tickets to that. I believe Gringo's on it. Joey Janela is coming back. Cartwheels on it again as our champ. I think Mance Warner's on it as well. Okay. Probably some more announcements down the line. And obviously, we will be there because we love going to these things. So. Yes. I love, we have listeners now who show up like, hey, yeah. I heard about this through you guys. I love coming to this and stuff. So, love the whole community. And, uh, and I've been looking and I'm watching the Philadelphia WrestleMania weekend shows. Like, they've been announcing some crazy stuff. House of Glory announced Amazing Red versus Ali. Which okay. I know Sino nice. and the gang are like, hey, we're probably going to that show. Which which sounds pretty good. I'm still waiting out for Okada <laughs> versus Nick Gage if they announce that. Okada, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of different things you could be doing this year, uh, Philly weekend. So let us know if you're going to Philly. If Okada any going 40 minutes with the Invisible Man. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. That could happen and I would watch that. Uh, I am definitely have my eyes on the DDT show and... It looks like there might be a kaiju being announced. So uh, definitely follow uh, postwrestling.com for any updates on WrestleMania weekend plans. And let us know what your plans are because we're going to be going there. And mm-hmm. gonna be hopefully seeing some of you fine people out there. So thanks again for listening and hanging out with us here today. Really appreciate it. Poisonrana.ca for everything that we do. See you at the Rumble Party next week. We'll see you Tuesday for up next. We'll see you all the time. Uh, that's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And... Shout out John Pollock. I'm a John Pollock guy. Yeah, me too. Ahoy!